Good morning, good morning. Let me say it again. I didn't say it right the first time. <laughs> good morning, good morning. Good morning, every single one of you. Good morning from my house to yours, from my heart to yours, from my spirit to yours. Good morning. I love you so much. Good morning. This day is blessed. Good morning. This day is favored. Good morning. Every distraction, every plan of the enemy is under our feet. Good morning. We are more than conquerors. Good morning. We are the head, not the tail. Good morning. We are above and never beneath. Good morning. Good morning in every area of our life. We are blessed. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. We are blessed. Children of God, we are blessed. We are favored. We are graced. Hallelujah. Have a blood-bought right to be connected back to God. Receiving our inheritance. The same father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, so are you. Great morning. Hallelujah. It's a time for everything. But it's never a time to look backwards. It's never a time to turn around. It's never a time to grow down. It's never a time to be discouraged. It's never a time to overthink things. It's never a time to assume things. It's never a time to do anything that we have a blood bought right from. Hallelujah. Been bought out to be bought into like never before. Take your life day to day. Again, I say, take your life day to day. Many of us are thinking too far regarding our future. When God give you a vision regarding your future or giving you a dream or word regarding your future, it's not for you to overthink the vision. It's not for you to try to put your hands in the vision. It's not for you to try to make the vision come to pass. It's simply to believe, to receive for the manifestation to come to pass. Hallelujah. Again, let me say, good morning. There's a time for everything. A time to stir yourself up. Time to continue to laugh. Continue to receive the joy of the Lord. Continue to believe the report of the Lord. Good morning. Good day. Good life. Good God. You understand. Take no thought for tomorrow. And what God means by that is don't worry about tomorrow. Don't be moved by what things look like in your life. When your life is in the hands of the one you serve as your God. As your everything. He is our source of everything. And we always have to remember that. There is a time for everything. A time to be serious. And a time to joke around. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning. Live your life day to day. 
Stop overthinking things. Stop wondering if and how and who, what and where. Just live a carefree life. A worried free life. We have a great testimony, many testimonies. But one of my favorites, when Christ laid down during a storm in the middle of the boat. While everyone panicking. He's lying down knowing who he is. Knowing that he has authority over the storm. Knowing he has power over the storm. You don't allow yourself to be affected by the day. The day is affected by the, de the declarations that you declare and decree upon. That come to pass in your day. You're not to be overtaken by anything. No obstacle, no stronghold, no situation, no distraction shall overtake you to have you in your bed, sleepless nights, and wondering what's going on, how this is going to happen. Now you begin to be wary when you're supposed to take no thought. Putting the matter in his hands. Let them take it from here. And simply say, you know what, God, you got it. You got it. Every day is set before you already. It's already been written out. That's why you take no thought. You just submit to the will of God each day. Whatever you see that you want to change... That's not in agreement with God speaking over you, concerning you. Speak against that by speaking the word over it. Hallelujah. You are where you're supposed to be. You are in the will of God. You are a child of God. And God loves you very much. He's not going to allow anything to happen to you. God has shown me this big present. A big gold shimmery present. And it's so huge. It's way bigger than me. And it's wrapped in this beautiful red ribbon. And it's a huge ribbon. And it's ribbon so beautiful. It's not just thrown together. You know during Christmas time. We rush the presents. We like they going to rip the paper up anyway. But then there's some who just take their precious time. No matter how many presents they have to rock. It still managed to all look the same. So neatly rocked. So beautifully. Not a tear all messed up. And you know lumps all in the paper. And you know. And look at this big present God presenting before me. It's, it's too big for me to even hold myself. And he's having me to unwrap the present. And a present is just nothing but a surprise to add towards my journey. This will happen when you be patient. This when you this what happens when you count it all joy. 
family restoration is happening in my life. Family calling me. We are getting together. We have family members that's moving back home. Or coming to visit home. So we can all hang out and get together. We need to be together. We're family. And I'm going to tell you how God would turn things around for your favor if you let him. The same voices would be like, I hate this family. This family is jacked up or trying to cause division amongst the family. Be the same ones be used by God. To say we all coming together. We all need each other. I love my family. Look at the transformation in the words. God, you are faithful. Don't be moved by the hardships. Be moved by the outcome. Don't be moved by the preparation. Be moved by the outcome. Don't be moved by the trials and tribulations. Be moved by the outcome. Don't be moved by the nights that your heart was troubled due to the preparation. Be moved by the outcome. That's why I said count it all joy. Count it all joy in the midst of a trial. Because out of that trial, here comes your harvest. Here comes your reward. Continue to be patient. Continue to be patient. Here comes your reward. Hallelujah. Wasn't able to sleep at all last night. God put new seeds in my belly. New seeds. Planting new seeds. So what happened to the ones that was already in the ground? Jesus. Already been watered and harvested. Oh God. Jesus. You understand? Afraid of what? Afraid of who? I seen the demon of cancer. <laughs> the demon of cancer looked at me face to face. And say, yeah, I'm around you. I said, you better get thee behind me. You already know I know who I am. And I come against you trying to influence those who are around me. To my left, right. East, west, north, and south. Your plan is finished. 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 So every disease already been finished. And you know I know that. So what else do you have to say to me? Turned around and walked away. Just by you knowing who you are. They can't do nothing about it. But if you know who you are and you begin to doubt. They can feel the doubts. They can feel the fear. That's how they feed. That's how they eat. Because you're feeding them. What belongs to you. That you give it over to them. To overpower you. So they can devour you. Because there is no hope for them. Hallelujah. I was a person who. Things had to run so smoothly. I'm a smoothly ran person. Because I start out so early. Just to make sure everything fall right in place. And guess what. It doesn't always happen that way. Am I right? Things happen in the mess. But why things occur in the mess? What are you doing about it? 
Are you bothered? Are you panicking? Even when it comes to going to the airport, do you panic? Do you worry? Be anxious for nothing. Be moved by nothing. And when I say nothing, I mean nothing. Yes, God. It's amazing how God used me to talk to you. Talk through me to you. And talk through me to me. While I'm listening and on talking to you. I hope you can come say it, please. And right now, God is talking to me about me and my life and my desires while I'm releasing his word to you at the same time. <laughs> How magnificent is that? And God saved rewarded, guaranteed rewarded. The rewards are guaranteed. Your victory is already assured. Not talking about it, being about the change. I was up with some family. And apparently, you know, some people, you know, felt like, you know, we won't want to broadcast certain things. So we're going to keep it a month, you know, within the family, within the home. But it got out of hand that the person wind up going home to be with the Lord. And I said, you guys should have called me. We prayed. We did what we were supposed to do. No, that's the difference. You are in the way. Get out. It's not nothing you done. It's what Christ did. You have to mention his name. Above your own name. Above your own thoughts. Above your own words. Above your own deeds. Don't you rob yourself from the glory of God that's risen upon you. Just because you have a thought don't mean that's the thought of God. Just because you have great advice don't mean that's the best advice from God. You have to be able to renew your mind. Command yourself. This morning God was getting me up off and on, off and on, off and on, all night. And me and my mom was talking. And I said, God, I can hear how much she value you in me. There are a lot of people who believe in the God in me. And there are a lot of us who believe in the God in other people. And we saw the truth in some people. And we don't disvalue them, disvalue them but it kind of caused us to feel some kind of way as to, you know, being under their leadership. And I don't mean where God plant you. I mean just random people in the body. Period. So when true colors come out and you say, oh. But you don't disvalue them. You just see the truth. Because it was exposed unto you. And that's why many of us stay within our own circle. Because we don't want the truth to be exposed. It's not about the truth being exposed. You actually try to hide yourself from the lies being exposed, which are the issues floating to the surface. But if you're in the presence of God and he's quickening and sharpening you, there will be no issues of life. 
Because you've already been consecrated. You've already been circumcised. Your heart is fixed. And if your heart is fixed, your mind is fixed. And if your mind is fixed, your body is fixed. You understand. I feel this year, the rest of this year, I feel this season. And it's the best days of our life. All I keep seeing the word is luxurious. A luxurious lifestyle. Spit with God. God say, just keep following me. Just keep believing like you do. And watch how far I take you just by your believing in me. Why wouldn't I want to continue to follow if he has so much in store for me? I honor him that much to see his plan successfully seen through. By me just saying yes. I'm not going to give you a yes and my lifestyle say no. I'm not going to give you a yes and behind my four, four walls of my home it's no. Hallelujah. When I say yes, I mean yes. Yes, I'm excited to be a part of your lives. Yes, I love you guys. Yes, I'm still growing. Yes, I make mistakes. Yes, I learn from the mistakes that I have made. Yes, to not make them again. Yes, I'm much mature. Yes, I'm much more wiser. Yes, I stay focused. Yes, I'm replenishing the earth. Yes, I'm subduing the earth. Yes, I'm an overcomer. Yes, I take everything back that belongs to me. Yes, the manifestation is here. The manifestation is here. And God just used me to say that to my own self. The manifestation is here. See how God can sneak something, or not sneak, but you know, surprise at least, you know, surprise something in there. God, give me a word for that. Hallelujah. I'm going to start creating new words. My God. <laughs> God said, you've been doing that. Oh, God. Oh God, <laughs> Father, <laughs> let me not go anywhere and minister and making up words that me and you can relate to. That they'd be like, hold on, no one knows every word, but there's always someone in the punch. Is that a real word? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and it's okay for you to say that. Hallelujah. That means you did your research, finds and wording. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. Nothing bothers us. Nothing bothers us. I'm so excited. I, you know, let me tell you something. I started out this year. Financial situation on the rise. Just financial increase on the rise. And God had me to invest in a lot of people. And guess what? I don't care. I don't care. The supply, there is no shortage. Where your, where your heart is, where your treasure is, your heart is also. I know my heart is pure because my heart is fixed. I know my treasure when I see it. So do you. There is no end to the supply. 
the windows of heaven has already opened upon us because the spirit of the Lord is upon us worried for what thinking about what I have a carefree lifestyle and I release that upon you a lot of us are big on investing but what are you investing for the natural or are you investing towards the supernatural God said to you this morning, the supernatural is going to become so natural unto you that you're going to just be going around just making just prophetic changes. Just speaking things and it happened right there. Right in the midst. And I give you examples as to some of these movies I put out here with these superheroes. But this is actually your lifestyle. They about to see the movie come to life. Jesus. From a woman from D.C. Jesus. But spiritually from the kingdom of God, my God. And so are you, Jesus. My God. The demon of cancer looked at me and said, what are you going to do about me? What do you think I'm going to do? Do you know what I'm going to say before I say it? Because if you know what I'm going to say before I say it, you wouldn't even showed up here. Do you know who house you just visit that asks a question like that? And that goes for every sickness and every disease. I say, why did you come alone? We're the rest of them. And the demon of cast said to me, I am the greatest amongst them all. Many are influenced by me in their lives because they embrace what I release upon their lives. I know it's a lie, but they receive the lie. And they have enough power to have what they say. Whether they go home prematurely or battle it here in the earth, they still confess what I said upon them. I said, well, I have different words. I know who I am. Why did you come here? Well, let me remind you who I am. I'm a child of God. turned around and left. Now think about all the others that he had visited and they were afraid. It's no way in hell. I was surrounded by some people and they said, well, God will call someone home when he called them home. No matter how they went home, they went. Let me tell you this You're not going to put that on my father Our father Which are in heaven And also on the inside of both of us Don't speak such a way When he's on the inside of you You're talking while he's on the inside of you For him and that's not even the truth Holy Spirit Be on the inside of you He would not call you home due to a lie That's saying that Christ Didn't conquer it on the cross When it is finished Regarding every form of sickness and disease, all forms of poverty, worry and defeat, I mean fear and defeat. You understand? So watch what you're saying. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys. If any one of our family members went home to be with the Lord due to an illness, it's not because God called them home. 
due to that illness. When he said we are healed. He even said we were healed. That means you had that long ago. And I'm still the same. Before it is written. So that means a lot about we're going to have what we say. Even if we agree with what a doctor say. Who report are you going to believe? Simple as that. Mary and Martha encountered Christ many a times. Mary even sitting at his feet while Martha preparing a meal. And Martha looking strange like you're supposed to be here helping me. Women don't be out there with the men. Women in the kitchen. But Martha sees, Mary sees something different than Martha saw. She saw opportunity for prosperity. I'm going to step out of my norm. I'm not supposed to be in the kitchen. But I'm going to step out here with the men. Because there's a man in here that's greater than any other man. And that I know. And then they encounter a situation with their brother Lazarus. Or oh, they're crying, getting upset with Christ. Had you been here? Had you been here? He would not have died. How many encounters you have of me? Why are you saying words that I wouldn't say? Why are you believing in ways I wouldn't even believe? And you encounter me in such a way. Speak what I would say. So you can see what I would say. As if I said it. Because I am here for you. I'm not here for me. I don't know no sin. So why are you running just to me when I'm not around thinking that nothing can happen when I am around when you don't see me? I was around before I came here. Who do you think I am? And that's what Christ is saying to us. Who do you think I am? Who do you say that I am? One of the names of God I love, I am. I am that I am Moses Go tell Pharaoh and the rest of them That I am that I am saying <laughs> Oh God I love that testimony Moses said I am saying God had them to be questioned God will fill you with questions to ask him just so he can release unto you. That's called counseling. That's one way God relates and responds to us through counseling. He want you to ask him. He'll put in your heart to ask. He put in the heart of a five-year, a four-year-old little girl, me. Put in my heart to ask him to let me preach But I'm already called to preach He already knew that But he wanted me to ask him Just so he can act on my words Because that's an invitation For him to come in and take over Do you understand? Waiting for Pharaoh to ask Who is I am? Well, I'm glad you asked that means he had to explain. Hallelujah. <laughs> All the plagues came to pass out of the mouth of a child of God. 
And you can see how stubborn the Pharaoh really was. It took all those plagues to come before you say forget it. And he's still chasing the children of God as they're about to depart in the Red Sea. And some of you still follow him as they go into the Red Sea. It got swallowed up by the water. Jesus. Jesus. It shows that a lot of us can be stubborn in our own ways. But no more of that. My passion is not of anger anymore. I used to get angry with unbelief. But I'm so passionate towards you that I have some greater news than your news to cause you not to believe, to have you to believe. Even to revive you once again. And once and for all. You understand? Thy will be done, Father. That's what you want of me. Sure. My pleasure. My pleasure. Because I know when you call me to a fast, that means you're about to do something miraculous. Jesus. Is that all you want? God. Jesus. Anything else you want of me? Rise. Continue to stay risen. Continue to remain resurrected. Hallelujah. 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 Remain. Jesus. A lot of us are angry and say words like F cancer. That's the new slogan now. Slogan now. F cancer. Cancer been dealt with long ago. There's a demon for every sickness. It look very like the sickness. <laughs> because the curse been reversed back to the enemy. Hallelujah. He can have no good thing ever again. That's why he's trying to take your good things from you. And use them against you. Because that's how much he hates you. I woke up and I just saw a huge middle finger. And Satan is that pissed off at me. That he gonna have the middle finger. Gave me the middle finger. It's not funny but you know. It is what it is. He gave me the middle finger. Excuse that. That will never happen again. I mean that. We've gone far from that. We've grown up from that. Hallelujah. Gave me the middle finger. Because he knows his plan is destroyed. He knows I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I'm going further than here. So are you. And that's how iron sharpened iron. But we can't physically sit around and wait for someone to get it together. You have to continue to lift them up in prayer. Let them continue to watch your lifestyle. By them seeing the transformation of your life, it causes them to hunger and thirst for God's righteousness upon their life. You understand? My family see God's righteousness in me. 
they're yearning for my presence. I love that. And many of them are nervous to be around me. I don't understand that part though. I don't understand. Some people do be nervous around me. I don't understand. I, one woman, she invited me to her home. God had me to get her off the hands of the enemy in the, in the area of suicide. She had me come to her home and say, I have to fix you the best of everything I have in my home. Do you like steak? I said, do I like steak? <laughs> you like baked potato? Do I like baked potato? You said everything I like. <laughs> she said, can I make it for you? I said, sure. God will put in your heart what to do and what not to do. You have to serve people. Trust me. Any daily thing will never harm you. Not even come to your dwelling. I love when God had me go to countries and I have the spirit to, I love you so much that I will adapt to your surrounding without being complaining, without panicking. I've been seeing people a lot of times go to different countries and they talk about the place and the culture negatively. Well, we had to eat this and we had to do that and it was dirty, it was nasty. That's not what Christ was saying. Why are you saying that? You can change their surroundings by the words that you say. That's why God brought you there for the change. If it remains the same because you didn't make any change. You understand? I got an invitation from my African friends. Him and his wife are really having a real celebration of their marriage. They've been married for... 10 years, if I can say 10 years, and very young. I mean, they get married very young. <laughs> I mean, very young. And um, they raised up a lot of money to have the best wedding they can ever have. Because when they got married, you know, it was very traditional. You know, I got some goats, I got some cattle to give to your father to have you as my wife. But the thing about it is, thank you, Father. He said you testified that. That's important. But the tradition and the culture was for you to actually be a concubine and not a wife. They marry you in the tribes and in the villages and in the culture to be a helpmate. But the way that they ask you to help is physical helping and not spiritual help. When it comes to spiritual things, you have no say so. But you can still pray. But when it comes to being a helpmate, that means you do everything in the house. And they always believe that. It's been a tradition upon tradition. You just cook, you just clean, you sew, you, you know, do, wash the clothes, make sure the house is, you know, how it's supposed to be, and have the children. Make sure they're well dressed and taken care of. And I'll do the rest from there. And it so happened work that way. But when God brought me there, 2014, four times, three in one month, and I saw the tradition. And God says, tell them and teach them what love really is. Because they were, no, they were not displaying no affection. They don't display affection. Even when they're intimate, there is no affection. It's just we doing this just to do it. Here come the kid. Okay. 
no uh, insurance. Currently, they know, um, you know, women pregnant, you just go off of how big your belly is and determine, you go off of knowledge and not, edu- I mean, you know, knowledge as to experience. Thank you, Father. You go off experience and not education. So they know by the belly size how far along you are. No appointments, no checkups, no sonograms, no anything. So when you know it's at a certain size, you know it's almost a time. And it could come any time and you have no idea what month you even in. Not even aware that you go all the way to nine months. You just know about the stomach size. And out of nowhere, it just hits you. Bam! Water could break. Oh, it's the time. And all the men run to the opposite side. Because they are afraid. They don't know what to do. The thing is, men are able to take care of the women in the home. They're the supporters. They're the leaders. But they become so vulnerable when it comes to childbearing because they don't know what to do. <laughs> they don't know nothing about that. <laughs> they know about everything else but that. So they shadow away in fear and worry and panic. Oh my God. Oh my God. I've seen it happen. And there was no display of affection towards anything. And God said, I want you to help them. Show them what love is. Show them what marriage is. Show them by telling them. So I had a conversation with my brother in Christ and my sister in Christ. And they was like, kiss? We don't do that. Hug? We barely do that. We don't like being intimate. We just do it. When the urge come over our body, we just follow after the urge. We don't be wanting each other. There was a lot of teaching God used me to do. And it had to be straight from God because, come on. I didn't know nothing about merch at that time. But apparently Holy Spirit through me did. Did you guys get married? No. I just pretty much I bought her. And we just been settling it like that. Oh no, do you love her? How do I supposed to love her? And God gave me a word to give unto them. And I get this message. (laughs) My sister, we got it. (laughs) We finally got it. It don't, some of us, it takes a little longer. It doesn't matter. You got it. You got it. Now the entire line, Jesus. And when they speak, they speak in front of thousands of people. And they just releasing and they showing displaying affection that no one know about. So now many members in the congregation looking like, okay, we supposed to do this. This feels good to do this. This feels good to hear this, to say this. Oh my God, what happened to me? I became as a little child. Jesus. Thank you, my sister. They be like Quinisha. <laughs> they call me Quinisha. Thank you, my sister Quinisha. <laughs> Hallelujah. What's your name? Quinisha. Quinisha. <laughs> okay. Let me stop. Hallelujah. <laughs> and they call me. We got it. 
We raised up so much money. Matter of fact, we didn't have to raise anything. People contribute. We put a celebration of our getting married. We get married for the very first time. Our kids are apart. Our community, our village is apart. Our country is apart. In every country in Africa, it's a different tradition. In that part of Kenya, that's how they are, but not anymore. Nigeria is very big on celebrations and very big on tradition. And one tradition that they really celebrate is marriage. But the thing about it is, why are you getting married? It must be unto the Lord. It must be ministry. That goes for every country. God said to me, I don't want you to go to Nigeria yet. Let me soften up the hearts a little bit. Because many of them can be very naive. And there are many of them who are open to receive. But where I want to send you is where I send you. Take no thought. Hallelujah. There's people in every country that can be naive. There's people in every country that can be, you know, arrogant, filled with pride, thinking that they're better. You understand? It's a lot of pride in a lot of countries. But to go back to their testimony, they're getting married for the very first time. They deny their tradition, which been around for over thousands of years. Because God sent me there to give them a word. And they finally caught it. It feels so good to hear it. I'm kissing my wife. Okay, you don't have to tell me that. You don't have to tell me. Just do it. Okay, God. It feels good to kiss my wife. Okay. Just do it. Don't say anything. When I want to kiss her, I kiss her. Okay. Just do And they are like that. Not ashamed at all about nothing. And I mean nothing. My God. And everyone around them feel the same way now. They're free. They receive love. Expressing love for the very first time. That changed the entire land. Do you understand? That's why God said to me, don't ever go off a number because you have no idea how many people you are actually blessing because the seeds are in the ground and they will never be uprooted. You planted good seeds on good ground. That word will always remain. Generation upon generation. And look what you have done by being obedient. And they want me to come. It's in December. I think December 22nd, 23rd, right before Christmas. I always make it during time of Easter. Here, they want me to come before Christmas. I say, Father, if it's in your will, I'll, I'll go. It's in your will. Hallelujah. But I'm still celebrating with them. You understand? Whether I'm there or not, I'm there. 
I'm just so happy for them. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. I thank God for you guys so much. You understand? It's my time for now. Oh, I just feel it. God, whoa, God. Whoa, God. Yeah. Yes. Not yeah, yes. Yes. What you have on the inside of you is well needed here in the earth. For such a time as this, iron sharpens iron and you stay connected to the supply. Don't you allow the enemy to disconnect you from your brothers or disconnect the brothers from you. The enemy do not want you to connect with anyone because he already knows what's going to happen when you connect. Don't be okay with not being connected. You push, you press to connect. Yes, Father. Connect yourself. You make it happen. Jesus. You make it happen. Because you can't take no thought to wait for it to happen. Not like that. Not in this season. You make it happen. The access has already been granted. Make it happen. Make it happen. By you saying that I'm already equipped to make it happen. Make it happen. Okay. Jesus. Love you. Do you want me to title this make it happen? You're not getting away from that easy. You're gonna make it happen. Oh God, okay. Okay. Make it happen. I know you mean physically. Make it happen. Okay. If you need me, I'll go. Give me the ideas, I release. Just don't let me do it on my own. Because I don't know how to do anything on my own. You have to show me every step of the way. So I'm saying, yes, I will. Just show me how. Can you do that? God said, I will do it. Thank you. Thank you. Masai, you're not done yet. Oh, God, Masai. Oh, God, you're not done yet. I was about to end this off. Masai. Make it happen because it has to happen. 
The access has already been granted. The favor has already been granted. Make it happen now. God will show you everything you have to do right now, but you have to begin to make it happen now. Step out on faith now. Make it happen now. Hallelujah. I've never seen God so, you know, persistent, bold, and all of that. I've seen him like he's like jumping up and down. Make it happen. Mosai, I said it. I said it. to push pause. Please excuse me. Make it happen. I'm making it happen, Father. Man of God, make it happen. We make it happen together. Together. Let's make it happen. But I have to quickly go somewhere, guys. Um, I thank God I just received the miracle, so let me uh, go take care of this. <laughs> I love you guys. Greater Zeus in us than Zeus in the world. I love you. Make it happen. I'm making it happen. Okay, Father.